0: Welcome to The Conversion Show, a podcast that's all about, you guessed it, conversions. Everything that gets you to your goal, whether that's purchase, lead capture, app install, content downloads, chat engagement, or demo requests, we're talking conversions. Hosted by Eric Christensen, CEO and co-founder of leading conversion optimization platform, Justuno. On The Conversion Show, Eric sits down with industry-leading marketers, e-commerce growth experts, founders, and entrepreneurs to chat all things conversion marketing. Be sure to follow The Conversion Show podcast to be notified when a new episode goes live. Like what you hear? Leave us some love with a review. And now, here's your host, Eric Christensen. We're back with another crossover episode from Show Me Your Tech Stack series. This is a really exciting one where I sat down with Matthew Seifert. He's the Senior Director of Retention and Monetization at Pretty Litter. It's a subscription-based cat litter brand, helping pet owners keep tabs on their, their health. And it's, it's, if you have cats, it's really cool. Check out Pretty Litter. So if you thought I was passionate about customer experience, then wait until you hear from Matthew in this episode. They use four apps for CS alone. And we chat about how each one plays an important role in their stack, plus how they power retention and acquisition through this service-oriented approach. So hope you enjoyed this crossover episode. Welcome to the show where we are looking at the marketing technologies that our customers are using. Uh, Another episode of Show Me Your Tech Stack, episode number three. Today we are joined by Matthew Seifert. Uh, He is visiting from prettylitter.com. Welcome to the show, Matthew. Great. Yeah, thanks for having me. Can you just give the crowd just a quick breakdown of of who Pretty Litter is and your role there?
1: Sure. Sure, absolutely. So uh, Pretty Litter is a health monitoring cat litter, and it's delivered directly to your door, uh, and it changes color when it detects any type of urinary abnormalities. Um, So it's a a fantastic product. Uh, And for uh, what I do there, I'm the Senior Director of Retention and Monetization. Um, Basically, I am responsible holistically for the customer from the uh, customer acquisition in terms of uh, channels, so email and SMS. And then I'm also responsible for um, anything that happens post-purchase. So the growth of the customer, the retention of the customer, uh, and also the win back of the customer.
0: Great. So, and I think we should add as well as, you know, I was looking over your, your background, you know, 15 plus years in mm-hmm. experience in digital marketing. You're at Evite uh, previously, um, on B2B, now you're in B2C. The, the, the technologies, concepts, strategies carry over whether or not you're in e commerce or, or marketing to other businesses. Um, and so, what I'm really interested to hear today is that fi- 15 years of experience when you first started. You know, when we first started with Justin, you know, you know, there was just a handful of of available apps.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, where we fast forward today with over six thousand available tools available, you know, what I'm hearing day in and day out is how, you know, what was the word we said? It's a lot. It's yeah. A lot of stuff for digital marketers today to to manage. Mm-hmm. So, as we look at Pretty Litter and your your day to day, off the top of your head. How many apps do you think you're managing within your MarTech stack?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, Just from the channel, I mean, I would say probably upwards of seven to 10, just for individual channel marketing. Um, I mean, from a company perspective, we have, a lot more than that <laughs> uh, from acquisition to product, to uh, operations and things like that. But yeah, I would say probably about seven to 10 um, that I'm managing right now. And you know that's, that's just probably
0: a start, just scratching the surface. Yeah. Would you, and of those, would you say they're apps that you log in daily, weekly, monthly? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So um, I would absolutely say that. So email's huge for us. Email's a, a, a huge uh, channel driver, and so is SMS. So those two are always the the ones we look at from the top of the day, midday, and also end of day. Um, also, uh, just to know, uh, we always want to make sure um, as you do our spin to win on our site for email collection and SMS collection, we always want to keep a pulse on that. So that's something we log into probably at least once a day, maybe more than that. Um, and then the rest of them are probably uh, maybe a few times a week.
0: And for email, uh, which which platform? Who
1: are we uh, we're using Cheetah Digital. Cheetah you know. Digital. Mm-hmm.
0: The um, you know I think we sh- should step back to Pretty Litter itself. You know when I was doing a kind of a teardown, uh, the product itself is really cool. It, and yeah. in a sense, just to let everyone know is if you've ever had a cat or dealt with a, a box, it's this science behind it where when your your cat goes goes to the bathroom and when it when it peas in the box it changes color based off the the chemicals within the urine to tell you that you know what is the health of your your cat's diet yeah
1: so basically yeah so it helps uh really monitor monitor make sure you know it's really a, a peace of mind uh for for our, our pet parents out there so and that's correct yeah so it'll change color if it detects any type of of change um, and we always say that you know you know monitor it over the next couple of days, and then you know bring you know bring your little one to the to the vet if you see any concern, or you know if it changes red because there may be blood in the urine. Um, so we always want to make sure that you know obviously we're we're helping speak for speak for the cats out there.
0: So you know, and going through the process of the site, just kind of pulling out different technologies, um, it, you essentially have a singular product. Mm-hmm. Um, i i noticed there was the upsell with food i think it was as well correct yeah yeah. so we have
1: so our core products litter uh so we have the litter that's the the pretty litter itself um which you can get in uh you know uh unscented scented we also have uh, a a clumping version um but there's also uh food uh we just launched uh pips which are our treats um and then we uh, we have toys and accessories so litter box and scoopers and, and things like that but um, and there's, there's many coming down the, the, um, the road, nothing I can say yet, but, uh, it will be coming soon. Um, so some really cool stuff that we'll be doing, but yes, we, we really started as a singular focus company, which was really around litter. And we've just really been building around the health of health of your pet.
0: Well, it helps you focus in on your technology of that correct of experience. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I really felt it was very, it felt simple, which is what users want. You know, they want yeah. options. It's like, wow, this is cool. I wanna try it. You give me two options, the uh, once a month or- Yeah, or multi-month, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go out. Um, in terms of your cart, uh, what technology are you using there? It looked like-
1: So we're using, so the site is Shopify and the cart is Recharge. So Recharge. we partnered with Recharge to do it, yeah. And and just as you were saying, we the site itself, we kept it very, um, very, easy to use, uh, easy to get through. I mean, it's very, uh, the, the, our product team did a fantastic job from a build perspective. We have a great creative team too. Um, so it basically just gives all the information that the customer needs or or the prospect, hopefully becoming a customer before they enter the cart. Um, but once they get in the cart, again, it's only a few simple steps to check out and then, um, yep, they get ready to recharge, enter the information and then they're kind of on their way.
0: Have you looked at when you're looking at your cart, um, you know I'm constantly looking at ways that retailers can kind of compete with Amazon mm-hmm. and what is their competitive advantage. and one of, a free gift has been one of the, the standouts of what, what yeah you absolutely. I was also thinking with the Pretty litter being such a one of those I'm sure once people experience it once, there's kind of like that wow factor. Absolutely. Do you do any of the like free samples to try to? hook people early to
1: incentivize um so from a litter perspective we, we we don't do we have a couple of different programs so we uh when you're a first-time customer and a prospect is coming through and, and hopefully converting to a first-time customer we do offer a lot of uh, discounts and free toys so we'll do a combination to get people into um, that first purchase so we do that across all of acquisition email and sms uh and then uh through the cart we also have um Uh, you know, a smaller option from a food perspective, if they want to try the food out. Um, We also obviously have what I mentioned earlier, the pips, if they want to just kind of test into, you know, um, some of the different types of uh, treats that they could give their cat. But from a litter perspective, we actually don't offer it. Um, The, um, one of the things that we do offer from a customer perspective, once you become a customer, we do have a referral program that if you give a bag, you get a bag. So if I'm a new customer and then I refer you, uh, you become a customer, I then get a free bag uh, for my, next, for my uh, next subscription, which is a, a nice way to not only help retain team, but also to thank the customers. And mm-hmm. that, I guess, in sense could be seen as, you know, from a loyalty perspective, but also for um, any new customers coming in, we want them to be able to try it out. So if you know someone, there's a good chance you'd be able to get a free bag through our referral program.
0: Cool. So, uh, you know, talking about these seven to 10, Uh, apps that you're are we calling them apps technologies technologies
1: Partners, uh, <laughs> because a lot of our, we've been very lucky uh, with a lot of our partners. So like Cheetah, uh, Talkable is our referral partner, Just Uno, um, You know, we look at, I, I feel like this is such a cliche, but it's so true. And for the, all the years that I've been working is that I always look at my partners as partners, not vendors. So I want to see them as being an extension of our team. So we're small but mighty on the CRM side, uh, but we really want to make sure that, you know, how can we extend the team and basically get the reach that we need? So we just call, you know, well, I guess we call them technologies our tech, but um, yeah, also I would say just the partners we're working with.
0: You know, there's kind of two, two things there. One, one I wrote down is, you know, small but mighty. And mm-hmm. that is time and time again, that is digital marketing teams, e commerce it's, it, it's blowing my mind how much, sometimes it's individuals, sometimes it's mm-hmm. small teams. Yeah. Most often we are hearing about these one person shows that are really running the whole most of the business. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, when I started um, back in 2019, it was solely myself. Um, So I helped start a lot of the um, the CRM side of the business. So we had email um, I was able to launch SMS. So we got our, we started with our SMS provider back in 2018. Also, I'm responsible for customer support. So customer service also rolls up under myself. Um, so, but as we've expanded the past couple of years, there's, there's now I have two lifecycle marketing managers who are helping run the uh, SMS uh, referral and email channel along with uh, the partnership with Justuno. And then I also have a director of customer experience who uh, he actually runs our um, agents on the ground agents. Uh, so that's for phone, chat, social,
0: email, SMS. And there's about 70 of them. I always tell my team customer service is sales. Mm-hmm. You know, Nordstrom's yep. really led that yeah. back in the day. Yeah. If you have a good experience, you get you, you have, you have that win back. I it mean, it's so much easier. And, and that's retailing. You know, it's, it's providing great service, great product. Delivering yeah. that product on time. If you will, you you mentioned your your reorder, you know your um, retention campaigns, everything. Your retention campaigns are so much easier mm-hmm. if your if your your shipping, you know logistics is able to get that product to them quick. Have a great yeah, with product and get it make, you know it all yeah. it all ties together. And at the end of the day, it's now falling on these digital marketers and econ managers to make sure that's all working.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, it's, you know, a lot of the, the, the start of it, uh, especially once the acquisition of a customer happens and you want to obviously make sure that all the teams are working, you know, really in sync together.
0: So uh, I'm going to reflect back here as we talk about, not necessarily the technologies, but the realities yeah. of being a digital marketer in today's world. Yeah. You know, I, I woke up, God, it was about a month ago. I woke up and I was on a email thread. Uh, from Matthew and it was a Saturday morning. And, you know, there was a sale going on and um, an update had to be made. And it, as I reflect back, you know, I used to be a retailer myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I tell my team this, it's not a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. You know, a website is an organic living business that has to be tended to 24 seven. Yeah, you know, so sure, you know, you're you're, you, it sounded like you were running a sale, and that's in retail. People shop on the weekends. People don't mm-hmm. shop nine to five. What's it like for you on a kind of a weekly basis? Is that common for you to have fire drills, you know, late at night or on the weekends? When that happens, you're looking for a, mm-hmm. a partner that will be there to respond, et cetera.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I'm like, I don't want everyone to think that that's what I'm always calling at night. Uh, No, 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 not at all. Um, No, and the team, uh, your team obviously handled it beautifully and and really jumped in and and, and helped us out. Um, For us, we're really lucky and I've been very lucky actually in in most of my career that I've I've worked with with companies and been part of organizations that um, do really value the the work life balance, um, but also you know it, it's it's more in me that I'm very much like I'm always monitoring, and I think a lot of digital marketers are like that because we always want to succeed, we always want to you know do well, we always want to make sure that you know if we succeed, our team succeeds, and so does the company. So it's not just about us; it's about everyone else. We want to always make sure we have that good customer experience for um, you know anyone who is is either a first time or a recurring customer. So. Um, a lot of it's just I'm always checking uh, and making sure that uh, stuff is going out, stuff is going out the door and and, and it is being done you know flawlessly um once in a while sometimes things will happen that something will break or something will come up it's just it's part it's technology it's all technology mm-hmm. and we've been lucky that you know all uh, all of our partners to be honest all of our partners have you know if it has happened and it's been rare um that it's happened that it has to be either a friday night or over the weekend but all of our partners have been really fantastic and jumping in and being like what can we do to help and You know, we always are are very thankful and grateful for that. And we always say, we're like, this is not a normal thing. Uh, So again, I've just been very lucky within my career to be part of companies that, you know, really, truly um, try to help to be like, you know, what, what can we do to keep it within, you know, the the normal hours? But again, you're right. It's just, it's 24 hours. E-commerce is everywhere. It's all over the time.
0: Yeah. You know, and people are so, when you look at management, you know, one thing you look at is how do you make it? People feel comfortable to screw up, you know. Mm -hmm. I I learned early on is when I saw people, you know, their biggest fear was getting fired. So what can you do to help remove many of those barriers? And in in your role, in your job, it requires you to push the limits of Mm -hmm. what you can do in digital marketing because it's changing so fast. You can't, you know, what worked yesterday may not work today, especially talking about like the iOS update you know, and with you focusing on, you know, email, you know, with lead capture with email and SMS, you know, that, that game's evolved a lot in the last. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Time. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. And we, you know, I'm a firm believer and this was a, a, a a, uh, I guess, a, a quality of evite that was instilled in me was we always just say uh, move fast with short footing. So basically you move fast, but still kind of make sure your feet are on the ground as you're going through. Um, but, you know, even just as a leader, I mean, just as you said, like very much so that mistakes are going to happen. Like we're going to trip, we're going to fall, we're going to learn. Like it's all about learning. It's all about the experience. And if you can grow from it, I mean, that's all I want for myself and also for my team to make sure that, you know, it's okay. You have the room and the sandbox to kind of play in and, and really, and push the boundaries and the limits. And some stuff's not going to work. Some stuff will. And we have to test to
0: find out what that is. So you mentioned uh, customer support kind of falls mm-hmm. under your periphery. Um, Correct. What uh, What technology are you using in, in that regard?
1: Sure. We use uh, Zendesk for uh, the actual customer service platform. Uh, we use a company called Thankful for our AI. So those are basically is an AI agent um, and she handles, we, we named her, uh, is Cat. And she actually handles specific um, inquiries that come through. So she doesn't handle everything. We just gave her like maybe a shipping question, things like that. We're able to build technology and learning uh, around that. Uh, we also use um, like Chat Desk, um, Stella Connect for our CSAT uh NPS for our net promoter score.
0: Dude, just you're a few. You already buy this. I know exactly. I mean
1: even named all of them. Uh yeah. <laughs> we use a lot, especially from again, we're on the customer experience. We really want to make sure that we have as many pulses uh as possible just to get, you know, and we also leverage SMS a lot for um we we do this connection through SMS and CS that we actually um We'll reach out to the customer five days into their first order and ask, how's it going? And they can rate us one to five. And if they rate us four to five, we, is an automated response. that says, Hey, thank you so much. Do you want to uh, here, you know, click here to refer a friend. If it's one, two or three, we immediately open a ticket and connect to CS agent. And within minutes, the CS agent is like, what can I do? What can I help you with? Cause they're a new customer, you know, maybe they have questions. They're concerned. They're not sure if it's working. They have it in the wrong location. They're not stirring it, or they just, it's just not the cat's not acclimating. Like what can we do early on in that relationship to really help the customer out to make sure they have uh, as much
0: success as possible with the product. I love, you're customer centric. Mm, correct. Go so into it. The yeah. You mentioned a fifth, refer a friend. Yes. What are you using there? So yes, yeah, so a refer a friend, we using a company called Talkable. Um,
1: so again, that's the give a bag, get a bag. So if uh, you're a current customer, you can refer your friend,
0: and if they become a customer, they get a bag and so do you so you know here's a new question that i'm just coming up with is sure uh login management How yes do you your login <laughs> management management? okay uh it's like do
1: you mean just from uh, actual do you access like, like pass
0: or oh good question in?
1: um i yeah um we were using last pass for a while i was um i i don't uh now anymore um there's no reason i just yeah i had just a number of things in my head i like to keep my you know my mind going. Uh, so, I mean, everyone's different from a company perspective.
0: We try to centralize it, but a lot of people do use LastPass. Um, how are you communicating with your team? What What platforms are you using? Just email, you're using Basecamp?
1: Yeah, so JIRA is huge for us from a project perspective. So from a creative tech or data perspective, we use JIRA. Slack, obviously, just to stay connected, just being 100% remote. Um, email also, but emails a little, I mean, as someone who loves email from a marketing perspective, it's just, I think it gets a little, it gets a little hard when that conversation goes back and forth. Um, and then zoom, zoom's huge for us. We're very big on keeping our video on too. So it's a lot of face-to-face, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, that's probably where it's been most of our day. I would say mainly when it's communication, like true, like brainstorming one-on-ones, things like that, or it's really between, you know, either Slack or zoom.
0: Then, you know, when you let's say you want to integrate a new a new app yeah you have full control of that or are you working with the pro- uh, product team or dev team
1: yeah we um from a channel marketing perspective uh, our team would own it so uh SMS email talkable which is uh referral uh spin to win all of that That actually we own in terms of the relationship um if we bring them on really it would be our sole discretion if we can make the business case for it and then what if we're going to integrate it we then work with obviously tech. Sex slash Dev. Um, anything from an operations data perspective, we need to integrate. So, like when we onboarded Cheetah years ago, um, we basically worked with almost everyone within the organization because we needed creative stuff. We needed to work with product and Dev and um, operations and our data scientists. was working heavily in there with us. So, uh, yeah, we just do a lot of scoping to make sure that you know any decision that we're making. I also I'm very big on bringing people along for the journey so if we're looking to make a change or looking to make an addition we will bring up people across the organization who who would be really key stakeholders in it and we make sure that you know this is what we're thinking to do this is the goal this is why we're doing it um what do you think and i i'm always huge on saying poke holes i'm like poke as many holes through it as possible because i want to make sure that whatever we're getting is what we're going to be able to use and excel on
0: does that process you feel hold you back at all in terms of achieving your your goals and your success
1: no that's a great question no um because again we're as a team we're small but mighty not only crm and uh the customer experience side or the retention and, and monetization side but just across the organization um we're very big on you know from a team lead perspective we all speak on a frequent basis so if there's you know there's there's usually never surprises uh when it comes through that stuff I mean, obviously things move very fast and sometimes yeah. we're like wait i thought i heard that but um, but from like, when it comes to technology, um, yeah, I would say that, no, it's as long as, you know, the case is there, it makes sense for the business, makes sense for long-term and growth. Um, you know, the, the, the team in the organization is very big on supporting that and elevating
0: that. That's, that's great to hear that. That's how you build success. You know, so many times, so often you'll, you'll hear digital marketers' hands are tied.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, we're very lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky. And so is
0: our team and we're very lucky here you know, being such a customer-centric uh, business, have you considered, as we talk about customer service, the the video chat function where you can have like live video with a rep and a, and a visitor? That's interesting. We actually, um, we haven't.
1: Um, we do, uh, I mean, we do have, uh, phone is our biggest channel next to email. So um, it is quite possible. We actually just haven't looked at doing that. I mean, I think that we probably have to um, probably do some vetting just to see, you know, yeah. what makes sense. Also, it would be interesting to see the comfort level um, of the customer. But I would think that, you know, after the past several years with with the pandemic that people are more comfortable with Teladoc and all of that, that people are like, I do like that face to face. I don't need to leave my home. I can just actually speak to someone and feel that we're making that connection as opposed to just through email or chat or SMS. So it's
0: very interesting. But, yeah, know, we haven't thought about that. Yeah, I've been wanting to kind of integrate it even with Justin and our team. It's oh, just, really? You know, it's like, yeah. You can only add so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and bug everyone down. I was just curious uh if you had yeah. at it. Are there yeah. any other, you know, let's talk horizon here. Mm-hmm. Are there any uh any apps you're you're looking at hoping to add? Any new partners? Yeah, um
1: yeah, no. So right now we are um we just actually switched SMS providers so we're we're right in the middle of a launch uh or a migration um so that's the one that we just onboarded over the past couple of months um you know i i try to you know i don't take uh adding technologies lightly um and and the organization knows that i'm I'm very big on like i don't want to just keep piling on and be like this might be fun and without there's a, being a business reason or understanding a strategy i, I love building strategies so um as of right now um because we did such a heavy lift from a, uh an sms provider perspective I, I nothing on the immediate horizon doesn't mean that that's not going to happen like there's not going to be something great that's going to come along my goal really to focus right now is is to really leverage the partners we have i feel that we haven't had a chance um to be able to basically exercise um you know all of the technology that we already we, we, we've signed on with and I mean, i feel like we're, we're doing a good job but we can be doing a better job so Um, even just doing it, we're added some stuff. Like we're like, Oh, we're not, why are we not doing abandoned cart pop-ups? And the team was just like, you should do that. We're like, done. We're like, why haven't we done that? And like the team has been bringing such great ideas to us. And we're like, we're punting it. We're we're like, we will, get it when we have time. So now I feel like this is going to be the back half of the year. is really taking a breath and saying, these are some great technologies. Cheetah has like a wealth of things that we can do with them. Uh, so does just, Uno. so does talkable. And like, now's the time we're probably going to hit the ground running with executing a lot of the stuff we've really been putting on the back burner (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's that 10%, you know, you 10% of a technology you use, like with Photoshop's the classic one, but everyone of uses course, it. Yeah. 10%. And it's like, like, what if it's the low hanging fruit drives me nuts in business. It's like, there's so many opportunities. Like if Absolutely. we were just to strip everything out, focus and deliver on this, then, you know, imagine what we could achieve.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it all comes back to, um, zero party data. So if you can just, you know, obviously engage with customers and get them to um, obviously provide the data that would make sense to really create this experience for them that would be more, you know, um, personalized uh, and more, you know, for what their needs are. I mean, you know, kind of the sky's the limit at that point.
0: The uh, Scott Brinker posted today on LinkedIn, this chart. I don't know if it was was interesting talking about talking about data and how, yeah. you know, the, the breakdown is, God, what was it? I, I actually did a screenshot of it. <laughs> I thought it was, it was interesting. It was 73, you know, the main barriers, the data access 73% in inefficient tools, the technology, mm, yeah. then 60%. And here's a little chart. Oh yeah. So oh, lack of data is actually, they call it management process mm-hmm. that, you have these tools, but there's this big loss of management of it. Yeah. What are you actually doing with it? Yeah, absolutely. And and so, you know, having your strategy is so important. Mm-hmm. Can we jump back to that where you're talking about, sounds like you're very uh, focused on building a strategy mm-hmm. than executing. Yeah. Is yep, there a, a general structure, you know, even like with this SMS that you're looking at, can you kind of mm-hmm. walk us through what? what a base kind of a basic strategy outline would be. Yeah.
1: I try to, I'm mean, going to start from the top. So I really, for me overall, and like the strategy we built for all of the things that we want to do for the year. So we actually built it out earlier and just trying to check them off as the year goes on is really just starting, you know, what are the company goals? Like we're looking from a growth perspective. Um, you know, we're looking from a revenue perspective, like, you know, I make sure that any strategy that's being built or any execution that has to happen ladders up into those goals. So myself, my team doesn't, yeah. So it starts revenue. at the top basically.
0: And the day, revenue
1: growth, yeah, revenue and growth, I think with any company it is, it's like customer growth, revenue It all, all works there. So I always have myself and the team say to yourself, if you're going to work on something, does it ladder up into the company goals? If it ladders up in the company goals, let's hit the ground and run with it. Um, so what I usually do is I start there and I say, I'm like, okay, well, we want the customer, like, what do we need to do? So we want to focus heavily on the customer experience. How do we do that? And then I just kind of start leveling down being like, okay, we want to do that. Great, we have a great opportunity from a lifecycle management perspective. We haven't looked at our lifecycle marketing from an email perspective in a year and a half. That's, uh, that's insane. Uh, we just have not had time. So I'm like, what can we do there? Well, there's tons of cross-sell and upsell opportunities in there and I think that we can do better at that. So then I'll basically then right next to it say, okay, now let's look at the data. So I wanna do something with that. Let's see what the data tells us. And then I start building a plan out from there. And then I kind of just work my way through through the strategy itself. I, kind of uh, just how my brain works.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, it makes sense. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's ROI. It's it's exactly where everything detail. is. How do we get sales? How do absolutely. we move that dial? Uh, yeah. what, what segments can be improved by 10% to get the most yeah. maximum growth? Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, I know, I, I recall in some notes, the international market um, was on your radar. Is that, uh, is that in, in fact, you're kind of looking to see how you can tap into those markets and
1: yeah, so we are currently in Canada. So we've been in Canada. So we're mainly in the US. Uh, we launched Canada, I think, about a year and a half, two years ago. So we've been in Canada for a while now. Um, and then we're actually looking to we haven't launched yet, so I will not say it, but we're launching somewhere else. Uh, so we're always looking for expansion out there. Obviously, uh, we want to make sure it makes sense from a logistics perspective, shipping perspective, things like that. Um, so, you know, again, it's it's all about priorities, like, you know, from a company perspective. So. We're actually working on a launch uh, outside of the US, so you should hear more about that shortly.
0: You know, here, here's a random question. That's <laughs> my, my dog. Said, I, uh, I love uh, it. I love it. Uh, chasing the cats. Uh, <laughs> so you're in the cat world industry now. Mm-hmm. Correct. You've probably learned a, a lot more about cats in that world yeah. than you ever thought you would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's a tell me, like, what do I not know about cats? Is there like a cat hub of, of, of the, <laughs> the a, world? A lot of cat
1: facts, you can get cat facts through Slack, which is very cool. Um, I would say the biggest thing, and this is really a core around the company itself, and this I didn't know, is that cats are um, known for hiding diseases, hiding pain. So hiding, you know, so they are known for basically hiding. So, you know, that's actually how the company started was um, Daniel Rotman, who was um, our uh, CEO and, and founder of the company. Um, he lost his cat um, to a disease. And, you know, when he was speaking to the vet, he's like, you know, I had no idea. It really seemed to, you know, she went downhill so quickly. And the vet's like, well, you know, she was probably sick for a while, you just didn't know. Um, Because that's just, it's probably not just felines, probably all animals, but, um, you know, it's, it's fascinating to me just how pets can can do that like that's just something that like it's a human ability that i think is it's a little harder for us um also because we have the the verbal communication um that we can you know say something and let people know what's going on but it's just something that's almost not not it's not a priority for them they're just like i just want to you know live i want to have fun i want to be loved so it's very fascinating to me that you know that's just the they almost put others first as a pet like as a as 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 a cat as as a dog so it's just you know it's just it's grateful to be you know to have any of them in our lives so um i just thought that was really impressive that you know they they hide that
0: i'm like how do you do that (laughs) well and your products helping yes exactly well you get to be part of something great and you get to have kittens on your website.
1: Exactly. It's awesome. It's awesome. We have, we have a, I have a very cool I've a very I'm part of a very cool company and I'm very lucky to be uh, on the journey with them.
0: Well, you know, it sounds like they're very lucky to have you there as well. Appreciate that. Um, Appreciate that. I, I love hearing the the focus and the strategies and, and everything. Um, you know, we're we're coming up to about 30 minutes, which I kind of like to keep them in, in this realm. Um are there any other um anything obvious we missed today? <laughs> I think we covered a lot. Uh,
1: No, I mean, I think that, no, we were good with the technology and stuff. I mean, it's just, it's always, I mean, I think digital marketers, we're always just trying to get to the next level in terms of how do we grow from a a company perspective? How do we grow our customers? How do we make our customers feel loved and connected and uh, wanting to come back? And I feel like it's, you know we're always hungry and like you know we're just hungry for more information and I feel like this is this is great. I love that you're doing this and I, I think this is fantastic.
0: Well that, that more information is you know connecting with customers is a you learn so much, whether yeah. you're retail or, or our business. Absolutely. You know, that was one thing with in our prior life running a snowboard company, something people could be passionate about. Yeah. And so we could, it was fun to connect with our customers and and it was natural because it was, everyone was passionate about it. Um, and through that, we were able to build the best product and best experience all the way through. Um, yeah, that's so, great. you know, just hearing, you know, hearing and learning what digital marketers like yourself are managing these days. You know, you mentioned Canada, though it popped in my head is like, well, how's he handling the international shipping? And pay- <laughs> yeah, they still have um... items at the border and they have to like pay the tariff and then get it? We... Get it? <laughs>
1: That'll be the, another discussion. We actually, we have three pails up there. So okay. uh, yes, and we, we have a whole, our, our team is amazing who handles that. Our operations uh, team is fantastic. So they are, are brilliant with how
0: they move all the product around. With your, um, so you would consider, you, pretty letter is a DTC. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do wholesale as well? We do not. We, uh, but we are in
1: Target and Walmart, so we're actually in. So we're also in retail, like traditional retail.
0: Okay, yeah, you know, it's in retail when you get into distribution. You, there's so many new barriers that get put in your in place yeah. when you're you're trying to to sell. Absolutely. Um, the uh, and so no wholesale B two B side. No, no, I mean just uh, yeah, no no, just uh yeah, just retail right now. Uh, I was I was talking with um Will Griffin uh, from Sophista Plate mm-hmm. and I it was amazing to learn that a large percentage of their business is is as wholesale. Oh, interesting. Um yeah, so he's now being asked to manage the B2C and then now that side of the business it's Oh, like, that's going to be fascinating. You know, yeah. More on you know, more on his plate, you know, no kind of you know, on a <laughs> basis. <laughs> so, well, well, fantastic, Matthew. Uh, thanks for the time, and I look forward to checking back in. and, And you know, maybe I'll get a cat soon. Add to the day.
1: <laughs> let us know. Yeah, you, should, I, you can be the first one. Uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll send some information over.
0: My first box comes with a kitten.
1: Yes, exactly. We'd love to get that to you. But yeah, no, thanks for having me. All right, Matthew. Take care. Okay. Thanks.